Ah, welcome to Preach Kev Preach. It's Pastor Kevin Kev here with another sermon, another episode. And uh, this sermon will be titled A Young Man's Game from the Pro Bowl. Who we offer advice to. And will Father Time actually catch up to this one individual? Uh, but first, a eulogy. We're here today to lay to rest Joe Vincent Flacco, Delaware's own. 2008 first round draft pick, the leading franchise passer in yards, touchdowns, and most wins. 96 and 67 in the season, 10 and 5 in the playoffs. But things come to an end. We're the 32nd pick. In the 2018 NFL Draft, the Baltimore Ravens select Lamar Jackson. That's when the time was up. From back injuries to hit injuries. From going on the road defending, defeating Bill Belichick and Tom Brady on the road. Winning the Super Bowl after a blackout. For 10 years, it was amazing. But it all came downhill on that evening of draft night. The day the Ravens decided to draft the quarterback in the first round. Thank you, Joe Flacco. And I'm pretty sure Ravens Nation thanks you. And uh, we'll see you in Jacksonville next season. All right, so what do you think about that? Yeah, Flacco, he'll definitely be needed in Jacksonville or maybe even the Redskins. They could probably use him with their quarterback situation. Yeah, so, so some, somebody need him in the NFL. I don't know who, but his contract, you know, might be a little big. Hopefully the Ravens do cut him and he can just sign, sign a new contract with him like that. All right, we're going to go straight into our announcements. Now, this Suns, man, what what is what is James Jones – and the crew doing. They 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 wanted to trade they wanted to trade Trevor Reza. They decide we're not gonna trade him to the Lakers. We're not gonna trade him to any other contender. We're gonna trade him to the Wizards. And they got a third team involved, the Grizzlies, and they thought they was getting Brooks. Now they didn't know which Brooks they was getting. <laughs> and once they found out it was it was Marshawn Brooks, they backed out because they wanted Dylan Brooks. Now what kind of what are the Suns doing? There's the problem. They're not doing anything. They're not scouting. <laughs> they not. They not. They not looking at rosters. Anything. I mean, they should have known it was two guys last name Brooks on the same team. Yeah, that's that is crazy. But they end up uh, trade just working out with the Wizards uh, next the following day, getting Kelly Oubre and Austin Rivers, and they waived Austin Rivers um, like the next day. And, and guess where he went to the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, so that's kind of. It's kind of full circle right there. It's crazy. <laughs> um, do you think Trevor Reza can make this Wizards or, or what you see on that side? I mean, they might make the playoffs, but I think as a team, the Wizards, they're just – they're too far gone. They brought Dwight in. He's not there because of injury. Um, we won't go into detail about that. Oh, that's speculation. <laughs> then you have 
I don't think I don't think John Wall or like Bradley Bill. I don't think they want to be there anymore as a tandem. They've been together for a while now. It just doesn't work. The parts don't fit. They're capped out. They can't sign anybody. So I think they're just probably gonna just be a playoff team at best. But that's probably about it. Yeah. Hopefully they'll this summertime they'll I think they'll fire Sky Brooks and then blow the team up. That's I don't think it's his fault though. Like he's a good coach. It's just he inherited some bad parts. Hey, but it is his job to try to mold it in, in the best way he can. And you know when you when you have nothing but stars in your team, like when he was in when OKC and now he's in Washington, it's it like how much coaching do he need to do when he got you know great stars, but yet this tandem that we that should be, if not the best, at least top three, they show not acting like it right now. Yeah, see, I think with OKC, he kind of had guys who were willing to learn and merge together, so it worked. But I think with the Wizards, they were already having issues before he even got there. So he just kind of inherited a bad batch. All right. Now let's go on to this next uh, quick thing. Josh Gordon, man. Uh, once again, he's being suspended indefinitely from the NFL. He said he's going to step away to work on his mental health. And I think me and you both believe that he probably played his last down last week in the NFL. Yeah, he's more than likely uh he's more likely done. I don't think anybody's gonna risk picking him up. If somebody does pick him up, the only team I would give a shot at doing it would be Andy Reid. He's known to give a guy a second, third, fourth chance. So unless it's the Chiefs, but then again, I think they would even be hesitant based on like what happened with Kareem Hunt. So I think he probably has played his last down. Well, it's a shame he's only 27 years old. And he's a pretty talented dude. I mean, he's only played 11 games with the Patriots, 40 catches, 720 yards. And if you add in the one game he played with the Browns, he's almost at uh, 740 yards and four, and four touchdowns. So yeah. he, was trend- he was trending towards about 50 catches and 800 yards, which is the same thing he did in his rookie year. So – even to miss the 2015-2016 season and only play a few games in his 2017 season, the talent is still there. It's just you got to be mentally there too. Yeah, and this guy who misses a lot of games, when we, when we come back in the game, he's a he's a star right away. And he's always in shape. He's, that That's never a problem. Um, but whatever he's going through, I do hope he gets better because this is uh, one of those 30 for 30 uh, what could have been type situations. Uh Josh Gordon. And I don't I don't know what's his what's the deal. I mean I know he cope, you know, he uses weed to cope, you know, with whatever he's going through. Um and I just I just hope he get the right help. Because I thought he was I thought he was progressing well. I thought being in New England would, you know, he been on a on a winning franchise would keep him straight and maybe, oh, I'm about to win a Super Bowl, I'm about to be, you know, in one of those uh categories where I'm always be remembered. And now his he all only thing he be remembered for it is what being suspended multiple, multiple, multiple times. And I think this might be his like fourth or fifth suspension as far as from from uh marijuana. Um and it's sad. But even me on the Patriots, we might think that's a good fit for him because of how that team and how that franchise is run. We might think it's a good fit. But at the same time, the position they're in could be a bad fit for him because he could feel pressured to perform and to to win. So that could be something that kind of hurts his mental health too. So 
we're not sure what his issues really are. We just got to hope he gets the right help and he gets, you know, he gets back on track um, with a life outside of football because he's probably played his last down in, uh, in football. Hmm. All right, we're going to get into our sermon for the day. It's, and it's tagged the, the young man's game. We're going to talk about the Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl just got announced. Uh, the starters and the rest of the reserves, guys like Pat Mahomes, off rip, you know, he, he was he was a definite nod. Uh, notable names, you know, your J.J. Watts, uh, Julio Jones, you know, the regular guys. Even Tom Brady, he tied 14 times. Well, I think he tied Peyton Manning for the most Pro Bowls all time uh, in the career, which is, which is outstanding. Uh, but Pro Bowl, you know, we see the the snubs. That's the first thing we look for. And when you say somebody got snubbed, you always got to think of oh, who who they have taken out. Um, and I got I got a little smaller little list because you can you can argue a lot of people. Um, but for my snubs uh, in the that I think are are pretty obvious. Uh, one, Andrew Luck. I think he was the top three quarterback in the AFC. Um, Darius Leonard from the Colts, who is leading the NFL in tackling. I don't see how he gets passed up. Um, Juju Smith-Suster, you know, me and you both like him. And to be honest, he probably was the best receiver on his team. Uh, And then from the NFC side, uh, I actually think Matt Ryan and Russell Wilson had had better years than Goff and Aaron Rodgers. I think Goff got the nod because he's on the Rams and, you know, they're more popular as, as of right now. Because, uh, you know, fan, fan does vote on this. Uh, and then I think Chris Jones from Kansas City, who I think we'll, we'll, we'll talk about in a minute, um, kind of got left out. And it's only because of where he fits um, on the D-line. Um, so it, uh, what you got for any any type of snubs? Uh, definitely the first one you had, Andrew Luck. That's probably the most egregious of, of them all because Tom Brady hasn't, He's had decent stats, but overall, I think with less around him, Andrew Luck has been better. And then I think Joe Mixon had a better season, and he missed two games. I mean, Joe Mixon is 207 carries, 995 yards, eight touchdowns, and Lindsey is pretty similar. He's 14 games, 182 carries, 991 yards, nine TDs. I just, I just think I just think Lindsey kind of got it because of his backstory versus Joe Mixon not getting it when they're really pretty comfortable in my opinion. Um, also, the linebacker you mentioned from the Colts, I think he should have been on it for sure. Uh, you can't have that many tackles and lead the defense the way he's doing it and not make the Pro Bowl. And of course, Alvin Kamara and Christian McCaffrey, Todd Gurley, Ezekiel Elliott, Mark, if the the voting and the structure was different, they would definitely have made it. Um, but just based upon how it's set up, they, they couldn't make it because they're all in the NFC. But if we were taking the best six backs overall, I think they would have been added along with Melvin Gordon. Well, let's talk about the structure because I don't, I don't know if you voted, but I did. And when you vote, it's not like you're doing an NFC and the AFC side. You're doing – I think you, I think they, I think they voted the top six quarterbacks. Uh, you, you're voting the top uh, six running backs. You're voting the top eight receivers, and so on and so on. 
And I don't think that's the best the best way because if you're going to split these guys up and, you know, you're taking a total votes because we all know that guys like you said, Kamara, and guys like Christian McCaffrey, they're not getting passed up over um, Lindsey and guys like James Conner. But because we're voting in one pool, once the once the three top getters from the NFC get their votes, now it's the next it's to the next three AFC, and I and I think and I think that's that's yeah. really that's really stupid, um, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, you can't have like, I did vote to it, but you can't have everybody in the same pool, and then say okay, well now it's based upon who got the most votes NFC, and who got the most votes AFC. Just take the six best from. From right. the entire vote. And as you see, what basketball did now is doing it got rid of the East and the West, and now they're doing the they're you know picking teams. Okay, so I don't know what kind of formula you would to fix this, but uh, for one, a lot of people don't really care about the Pro Bowl because um, it's just it's just a football, and you can't be it's not physical. It's it's, it's a right. joke. It's basically yeah, it's it's a really right. a joke. I, so. I, I think we just care more about it for like guys getting the accolade because this is the kind of stuff that does affect your Hall of Fame resume, resume contract. I mean, we, of, 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 of course, yeah, of course, all pro means more, but the Pro Bowl should still count right, as yeah, something. Pro Bowl because you get incentives for your contract if you make it and stuff like that. Um, and it, the bad thing is if if I'm voting the top six, let's say running backs, okay, like like we said, probably the best five backs are all from the NFC. Uh, at least for this season, and I guess you know you can. I guess you can say James Conner or um, probably number six. No, nah, oh, yeah, Melvin yeah, Gordon is yeah. with See, me. Is it, that's another guy who got left off. Uh, wait, did Melvin Gordon get left off? No, no, he made it right. Melvin Gordon made it. No, yeah, he, he, yeah, he, he made yeah, it. Melvin Gordon. I think about somebody else. All right, so Melvin Gordon. That's top, that's the top six. So I don't know how you how you split it because you know obviously it's it's kind of. You know, it's kind of if if Melvin Gordon makes it, you know, if Phillip Rivers make it, would they be on the same team if we change the format up? You know, like how would they, you know, how would they divvy that up? Um, but another thing that teams need to stop doing. So I figured out what what the format is or how they vote. So one one out of uh, one third of the vote is the fan vote, and the rest of the votes is uh, the coaches and players. But we don't limit the fan to one vote. You can vote as many times as you want. So I can get on the computer and just vote for James Conner 20,000 times. Five, yeah, I'll right. say 5, you 10, 20, like, 30 times. times I there is no limit. Uh, so that I think they need to somehow fix that rule if, they, if, that's, if that's what we're doing. Um, and these, these two-thirds of the coaches and players, I think they'll have more sense to put in Darius Leonard or to put in – to put in Andrew Luck over Tom Brady, but you know that's that's probably because of name value. I and mean, uh, to put the, to to not be scared of, and put Juju ahead of Antonio Brown or ahead of ahead of Keenan Allen. Uh, but another thing, teams have to stop doing when they're voting. It 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 matters what your position is. And if, like when I say Chris Jones is a snub, so he's play he plays in the three four scheme, so he's quote unquote a defensive end, but he's really a no he really is a yeah. he really is a no tackle. Just playing the three four because he's you know if if you're looking at technical terms and he's he's over the he's playing the guard and tackle which is a D tackle position. Yeah, the scheme so, is the scheme so does the scheme play an underrated part because people don't look at look right, at the so scheme. The scheme like is that. playing a a very important part, and now he's a uh had a quote unquote defensive end. He's he's in he's in the worlds of JJ Watt and guys like Mel, Melvin Ingram, Joey Bosa, guys like that. So now you put him in that kind of category. 
this guy has 14 sacks this season. Yeah, it's hard and, to get. And, I mean, you know, and he's, he's a D tackle playing D in role. So the Kansas City Chiefs put him as a D, as a as a DE. But then you know, on the NFC side, Akeem Hicks made it behind Aaron Donald, but he's playing in the same type of role that Chris Jones is playing. But the Bears put him as a D tackle, so now he's he's not going against your uh your what your Daniel Hunter who was made it from defense uh defense in um Neil Hunter Demarcus Lawrence and yeah, and, Cam, Cam, and Cameron Cam Jordan, Jordan. he's not it. going up against them he's going up against Aaron Donald which is I mean obviously he's better and then uh one more D tackle but that's it you know it's not it's not that many Fletcher Cox from the Philadelphia Eagles yeah, Fletcher Cox it's made, not that yeah. many D tackles that he has to the 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 choose from so the Bears did it right Kansas City kind of did them dirty. And I'm thinking, oh, you get you get incentivized for making the Pro Bowl, and they they put him at defensive end. He don't make it. Now they don't have to pay him that five hundred thousand. They don't have to pay him that one million dollars. Yeah, that that, that, cut, that right. contract incentive is crazy. So man. I I think we we all need to, they all need to come together and really probably really just disband the game. Nobody cares about the game. Have all these bunch of different like you know these little courses and like last year they had like quarterbacks throwing it to this little all these moving parts and you know the winner gets this and this and that. Do that. That's that's more fun than actually playing a game because nobody really cares about it. Yeah, because the, the guys that are playing, they're going to have speed, and I'm, but I guess they, they they won't disband it because the NBA still has the All Star game, and then baseball still has the All Star game and stuff like that. So I don't think they'll ever dis. I'm gonna say ever, but I don't think within the next five years they'll disband it. Yeah, then sometimes you have guys who are still in the playoffs or they just want to go on vacation, and they want to even play in the game. Now you got. Alternates like Andy Dalton, well, not this year, but you know, you have an alternate like Andy Dalton playing. <laughs> so it's like this year, I was thinking, what if guys were to just pull out the game and say, I'm not going to play? We could probably have like Derek Carr playing in the <laughs> Pro Bowl because guys don't want right. to play. And then, of course, you know, the Super Bowl the participants, you know, always have alternates too. So, yeah, so, but if you, have, if you don't have a game, you know, I don't see, I mean, I, I know they still won't come out there, but you know, so the teams in the Super Bowl. And they're doing like the different drills, like throwing the ball and stuff like that. Then you know it's not as much of an injury risk as a playing the game would be. Um, but you know we'll we'll, we'll see what the Pro Bowl is going to do because they need to change something. Why Why do you think Jared Goff shouldn't have made it? I think Matt Ryan would replace Goff, and I think Russ would replace Aaron Rodgers. Because I, I mean Ryan really had a better. He really like they really having the better. I mean Ryan, I, in my opinion, Ryan has a better season, especially you know especially the last two games in play. Uh, but it's it's because you know because Sean McVay and it's because the Rams and you know in the Pro Bowl is really you know who who knows who and a lot of people have this notion that Matt Ryan is not a good quarterback which I don't understand so I can understand why you know people are choosing golf um, but I mean they was really neck and neck and I think I would give the the nod more to I mean to Matt Ryan as far as the quarterback standpoint but from a team standpoint I understand why you know why Jared Goff was 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 chosen. Yeah, I mean, between golf and Matt Ryan, like, I'm not mad I mean, about it, that. It's, it's, that's, yeah. that's a similar, but I think just based on his season as far as a few more yards and his hot start and then his team is actually winning, I would have still went, went golf too. I would have went Russ over Aaron Rodgers, right. though. Said Matt Ryan was, well, he got you know, over 100 more, um, about, maybe about 50 more yards than uh, Jerry Goff, three more touchdowns. He has six less pit, picks. And as far as completion percentage, Jerry Goff is at sixty five, Matt Ryan's pushing seventy. But of course that 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 big that big stat that matters the most is Jerry Goff got eleven wins and Matt Ryan got five. Yeah, I mean yeah, they, they were pretty pretty similar. But like I said, I just took when it comes when it's so similar like that, the tiebreaker, I'll just say who's yeah, on yeah. the winning team. 
I was so so I just took Jared Goff too. All right, it's time to uh, offer some advice to New York Football Giants. So the report came out saying that the Giants are willing to bring back Eli Manning for another season. Uh, I think that would be his what he came in two thousand four, so that would be his fifteenth season. My advice to Eli: I, I understand this man got two rings for your franchise. I get it, but like, what have you done lately? Right? That's like that's pretty much how the NFL works, NBA works. And since they won their last Super Bowl. Eli Manning is 38 and 55. And what Pat Sherman did for Eli this year, uh, he's having his uh, best completion percentage, throwing the least amount of uh, interception in his career, assuming he don't throw four picks in the next two games, and over 90 as far as quarterback rating. But that's like that's all the positives, right? And um, I think it's time to for them to shift in that next era because you got Saquon Barkley, who's young, OBJ's young, Stella Shepard, Evan Ingram. These are young guys. And my offensive advice is tell Eli it's time to give him that Brett Favre treatment and uh, move him out. I know you don't have an Aaron Rodgers behind him, but my advice is don't don't hinder your franchise any longer. But I think this would have stuck because they never drafted the guy who they thought would be next. They never had a a Jimmy G, even though the Patriots traded him. They never had that kind of guy, and. Last year when they went through all the turmoil, they didn't choose to play a young guy to see if they had anything behind Eli at all. So unless they draft somebody, even they did, unless it's a top-flight first-round pick, you're not going to move Eli out. Um, so I think they're kind of stuck with no alternative but to bring him back. And this has been a pretty good season for him, so I can see why they would want to bring him back. Completion percentage, same as Tom Brady. He only has about 200, 300 less yards than Tom Brady and six less pick, six less touchdowns, same amount of picks. So he's on par with what Brady he's, – he's, you know, on par with what Tom Brady's doing outside of the touchdowns. So if we're comparing should Tom Brady come back next year, we'll probably say, yeah. So based on the numbers, we'd probably say Eli should come back too. But I think with them having such a young roster, they just go ahead and move forward and get a young guy to pair with that young talent, but they're kind of stuck between we don't have the guy, so we can't force the veteran guy out. And I think they they, they would have a top 10 pick this year, and you know it's a D-line draft. So another advice is that, okay, now you got your running back, so it's, it's time to get the quarterback. Um, because it might, they, they had the chance to get Teddy Bridgewater last year. They had the chance to get you know, Tyra Taylor if they wanted to. I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not saying these are, are so much greater options than Eli, but yeah, those, those but, are kind of like lateral moves for him. But still, uh, the type the type of guy Teddy Bridgewater is when before injury, he's not a not a turnover prone guy. He might not be a high volume guy, but when you have somebody like OBJ, and we have Pat Shermer who can who has made Nick Foles great, he's made Case Keenum great, he made Eli not look look way better than he did last year. We got a guy like that. You 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 assume that anybody, not anybody, but uh, a capable quarterback can run that system, and especially now that we see Saquon Barkley is, you know, on, if he's going on the pace he's going now, this is a Hall of Famer, Hall of Fame running back. Uh, I know it's only one season, but it, on the pace he's going, uh, you see OBJ, he has, has a Hall of Fame talent receiver. So you see where you're going. The defense is getting kind of probably getting a little worse. So you have to, yeah, yeah, you do have a lot of pieces to fix. But my advice is still. It's time. It's, I think it's time to just cut bait and just hope you know. Just hope you guys 
the coaching place to whoever the next quarterback in line, that's the guy. But you can't undervalue that Manning name. That's the, the first family <laughs> of football. So he's gonna always he's gonna always have cachet in the media. And we saw how New York turned on that you no know, the Giants franchise and the coach when they benched him. So they kind of were forced to bring him back. And I think with Eli, he's gonna be that quarterback of that team until he either gets uh I don't want to wish on him, but he has to get a major injury or he has to perform like Nathan Peterman to get pulled from that job. To actually have the fans be okay with him losing the that's job. Fair, that's fair enough. But you know, we all get old. <laughs> and uh Eli probably three, four years old <laughs> too old for this job, but that's no that's another topic for another day. Yeah, it's it's a young man's game, but when you see how good the veterans are performing in football, like Brady's forty one, still having a decent season, not a all pro or Pro Bowl season, but he's still having a good season. Phillip Rivers MVP conversation, Drew. Big Ben's having a good year. Drew Brees MVP conversation. So, and that's just at the quarterback position. And you still have other guys. On the other side of the ball, like, well, I was still offense. You still have Adrian Peterson. Most people thought he was done years ago, and this dude is had a pretty good season with the Redskins. So, you know, it is a young man's game, but some of these older guys are making it hard for teams to transition to. Right. A but when you guy. see, you know, when you see what Pat Mahomes can do, you see what Jeff Goff has done with Sean McVay, and you see what uh, Sean Watson. And Dak Prescott, Carson Wentz, Baker Mayfield. You see what these guys are doing, and you you might you might as well go with the trend because these guys are going to be around for ten years. Uh, and you know Eli Eli Manning won't. You know it, if they should have been grooming the guy already, um, but they haven't. So whoever whoever gets the job, they have, they have to throw him in the fire because you you can't waste this Saquon Barkley years. You can't waste this OB, uh, OBJ years because one running backs don't last long, and as you see OBJ. Well, foot last year. Now he's got a quad yeah, injury. You don't know how much how, how much their body can hang on. And then they're going to kill Saquon Barkley. They're going to get him some help <laughs> quick. So, my, like I said, my, my advice to the Giants is uh, be smart and uh, go ahead go ahead and just – I mean, I know it's hard, it's hard to do, but you, you, just have to, you just have to cut bait and go on. Yeah, they just need a Dak Prescott level type of guy. So we see what he's doing with Amari Cooper. So they just right. need that type of guy. All right, we're going to our last last point. Tom Brady in this young man's game, as we alluded earlier about his season, he's not he's not that he's not that Tom Brady that we know. He's not that top three quarterback in the game. I mean, he, of course, he's still a top ten quarterback. Of course, he's still better than most quarterbacks. We're not saying we're not saying that. What we're saying is, is that Father Time is undefeated. Um, he hasn't lost yet. So we talk about Tom Brady. You know, he's fifth in passing yards this season. 17th in completion percentage, tied 10th in touchdown passes. He got lowest QBR since 2013, lowest pass touchdown since 2006. And this season, the road inconsistencies of Tom Brady is really like, is really shocking because like now you're thinking they're not, they don't have that two seed right now, the three seed currently. And against Tennessee, against Pittsburgh, against Detroit, against Jacksonville, he missed a lot of throws. And not, I'm not saying he fell off that. He fell off a wagon or something like that. I'm not saying he's a, you know, he's a bottom feeder with Case Keenum or something like that. No, he's still a top quarterback, but he's not the quarterback that we know that uh, elite Tom Brady. And 
I don't know how many years he got left, but from this season to next season, I really want to pay close attention about, you know, how these star, you know, these star players, whether it's Peyton Manning, whether it's Kobe Bryant, how they just fall from, you know, from the, from the grace and then to the bottom. Well, I don't think he's done. If we're being honest about it, I think he probably has two more years left. All that Patriots have to do is restructure the roster to to fit where he is now. Just from watching the games, we can tell his arm is getting a little bit weaker. And his completion percentage is still fairly good, but he's become inaccurate at, at times. And that could be because of him, and that could be somewhat because of receivers not getting open. I'm not going to put blame on him or them. I just say it's fairly even because he still has a decent percentage. So I think what they have to do is they have to go back to what they were when he first joined the team back in 2001, 2002, 3 and 4, when they were winning championships, but he wasn't really just the elite guy yet. They have to just build a defense and just give him some guys, some younger Edelman-type guys, younger Wes Walker-type guys that he can just throw the ball to underneath and let them make plays and just have a defense that can stop people because he's not the guy who's going to win MVP, throw for 5,000 yards and 40 touchdowns and, and beat guys now. He just needs some some guys he can – I mean, he's been dinking and dunking it down the field <laughs> for the last few years. It's just, it's just been this year. He's been kind of less accurate, and we're, we're thinking, oh, he's getting older. If they just give him a defense, because the defense hasn't been good this year, just put some guys around him on defense – Give him a few guys, uh, give him a few more James White type of guys. Hopefully, Son of Michelle emerges, and they just get you know Gronk is done. So just go ahead and kind of push Gronk out the door. Let mm-hmm. him go ahead and retire. They should have killed Brandon right. Cooks because he's a a speedster who can get open. But you know, just kind of keep Edelman because he he's a comfort zone for Brady. So keep him. I think he's getting older, but still keep him for another year or so. And just kind of draft some guys or sign some guys that have a comparable skill set to Edelman, and then and, I think he'll be fine. And think, at least for think two about more Tom years Brady, anyway. what the Patriots did. You know he, what he used to do? He used to be able to take a a no name receiver and and dominate with him, uh, like the Jabbar Gaffney's of the world. Um, uh, even Chris Hogan now. Uh, that's that's a guy. And with with, with him having Gronk. Was Walker, the Edelman, the Randy Moss, even the Brandon Cooks. You see how elite of a quarterback he was. Um, and I, I think now that, you know, Gronk has kind of diminished, Edelman's not as good as he once was, losing Josh Gordon for the rest of the season. James White's still there for, the, for that dump off, but not having the elite weapons anymore, I think, you know, I want to say Gronk and Edelman covered him up. It makes the cliff, like, it makes it the fall less less dramatic. But now, you know, now if he do, if next year they don't get a better op- option on the outside, if Edelman regress, Gronk is done, and like I said, if the running game doesn't emerge and defense doesn't get back to what is, to what has been on the Bill Belichick, we're, we're talking we're talking about a whole different you know situation, and he could have numbers like Eli Manning, which are not far from where he's at now, but then you can see instead of being Instead of being nine and five right now, we're talking about a team that could be, you know, six and seven or seven and six because just because of the he's not able to, I guess, lift that team, lift that team to winning as he used to in the past. Well, I don't think they'll dip that far. Just because of the coaching staff they have, they are always they are always right. out prepare 
other teams, and they won't make many mistakes to beat themselves. And I mean, Brady's stats are not terrible. Like he's still on par with some other seasons he's had. So that's why I don't think he's hitting a cliff or he's hitting a wall. It's just he his arm is getting a little bit weaker, and it just comes from so many reps. I mean, the dude has right. like seventy thousand yeah, passing yeah, yards. Yeah, yeah. And on top of that, so yeah, so he 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 yeah, he needs some that, other weapons though. But what, what I'm really was saying is like you know stuff can't cover holes and stuff can't cover up some some up. And yes, he's not he's not he's not the the Tom Brady. He's still Tom Brady. But what what I'm saying is you know because because Gronk is done, and Edelman is old. So I mean he's he, he's a pretty old receiver. So he's going to regress a little bit. Um, unless they go out you know get out go get another receiver because they thought having Josh Gordon would you know would be that you know be that stud that they had way back in the day when they had Randy Moss. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Next ne- ne- next year if they had right. him, they would have been good next year because he would have been a four year in the system, and with his talent, they would have been he'd have been good. And then trying to trying to save money and trade Brandon Cooks away, you know, sometimes sometimes I mean we we all we all know the Bill Belichick system works, but when it doesn't work, it looks so bad, and you know getting rid of Brandon Cooks now Josh Gordon's back to where you know back to the mental health issues, and the weapons are kind of regressing. Can Tom Brady be that quarterback? That we once knew, as far as taking this talent and and elevating them, and that's what I'm thinking is is diminishing his that his 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 you know of course his arm is getting weaker he's older you know that that comes with time, but I'm saying is is he or can he like elevate you know, elevate subpar receivers like the Phil Dorsets the Cordell Pattersons of the world to to still to still be that elite quarterback and of course the Patriots are gonna make moves that that's what Bill Belichick does and that's what they do. But let's say if if they don't get a receiver better than Edelman right now, like how you know how much can he do? But it's like how far you know? I, I don't think he's gonna be a paid man to drop off because that was that was terrible to watch. But yeah, I don't think he'll do that. He, yeah, he's taking see, his if, body too good. You think if he win the Super Bowl this year somehow, he, he'll just go ahead and retire? It's possible, and he probably he should. But just knowing yeah. how much of a competitor he is, he 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 has to try to come. That back. makes sense. I, I just I mean, like I said, follow the time undefeated. And if he want to be the guy that just go out on top, because you know all the quarterback, you know, all, you know all great players try to stick around too long. Um, Shaq, that's one. <laughs> that killed <kind of laughs> my head. That, that was terrible. Uh, yeah, that was that was terrible. Like he should have lived after that season in Phoenix, that first one. That really should have been it for him. And he probably should just retire. You got, you got Ellen Iverson over here playing in Memphis. Um, <laughs> Well, like AI could have been like D Wade, like he could have stuck around longer, but he never yeah. accepted coming off the bench because he was a starter right. and he was so elite for so long. If he took a D Wade, I mean, even okay. even Peyton Manning, what he did, I mean, yeah, he won a Super Bowl, but let's 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 analyze how how bad of a season he had, he was having, and he got bit for Brock Osweiler, bro. Like this is Brock Osweiler who sucked. Like it just that just that just be honest about it, and then. Right, yeah. yeah, it's on his resume, but I don't give Peyton Manning credit for that second Super exactly, Bowl. Yeah. I don't, so, I don't give him credit. So, for that one. Uh, Tom Brady, you know, he is he is he going to be that guy to do it too? Because even we we seen it with Tim Duncan to a lesser extent because he was still winning. So I, I, I he probably gonna be a Tim Duncan where it's like, you know, you, you don't really pay attention too much to the stats as as, as much because you know, hey, it's still the Spurs, it's still the Patriots, and, that's, and what they do is win. So I think you know, I think he's in the right he's in the right place to to kind of like. Prevent that that nosedive that all these greats had because, um, all I mean, all of them really had that, that nosedive. And 
Well, I, I think right. he's in a better position than all those guys. I mean, I know we're talking about two different sports, but I think he's in a better position than everybody else, better than Peyton, better than Kobe, better than AI, better than Duncan, because he's surrounded by a better organization that won't let that happen to him because Belichick, they, right. they'll, their division is weak, so they can always get five to six wins out of the division. Yeah, because he's going to lose every out of division. So five. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, so so four to six way out of your division, and then if you can, you know, spring together three or four here and one or two there, that's a ten to six season, which is probably two through four in the AFC. Then you look at like how a guy like Kobe, like Kobe actually got injured multiple times, and we know Peyton Manning had the surgery, then he came back and had some good years. Then his last year, he was just terrible, and like even Tim Duncan, like he was. He, the dude can't even bend his leg, like so. And then uh, Kawhi, <laughs> Kawhi right. and stuff like that. But Brady's just organizationally, he in a better spot than those guys. So do, you, so do you think Father Time will be uh, gonna be you know twenty twenty million and one when it comes to Tom Brady? Because the you know like I said the, you know the Tom versus Tom is is, is ticking and. Like you said, the organization is way better, so he they they won't they won't allow that that nosedive for athletes that they have. But anyway, he's pushing. He, he's already forty one, and so he already broke one odds of being a quarterback over forty who's still good. He's still making Pro Bowls, even though we we think he should have been he should have made it. But he still got his team. They're three C right now. They probably will get the two C, knowing knowing the Texans they'll choke it out. You know, um, so the Patriots get the Dubai. But you know, this team hasn't won a Super Bowl. As a wild card team before, so if they don't win this year, you know you're gonna come back and try to win again, and you know you're gonna keep trying back until you try to win again. And one of these days, he's not gonna be the Tom Brady that we know. Yeah, that's why I think this year has been a good year for him. For the, it's been a good year. It hasn't been a, it's been a down year, right? In some respects, but it's been a good year for him. Next year, depending on what moves they make, next year, next year should probably be the last year. The year after that, like his age forty three season, if he comes back. <laughs> he pushes it. Probably be the last year. <laughs> he tried. because he, yeah, like he he's pushing it then because if he don't have a a Jaguars last year defense or something like that, or the two thousand Ravens defense, he's gonna be in trouble because unless they go down to the to the D League known as the Bills and still <laughs> hey, the receivers, that Robert Foster kid right now looking great, Zay Jones. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they 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 they, they stole uh, Chris Hogan and made him a star for about a year and a half, two years. So if they go to the D League, knowing as the Buffalo Bills, and still some receivers, they'll be okay. Yeah, but they stole Gilmore yeah, too. They stole everybody. Yeah. Right, so that, that's all the time we have for the day for Young Man's Game, the Pro Bowl snubs. Uh, sorry, Joe Flacco, uh, your time is up in Baltimore. Eli Manning, my advice: uh, it's time to hang, hang it up because uh, before you because you already know the dodge. <laughs> and uh, Tom Brady versus Tom we still trying to see if I was time to lose this time or not uh, appreciate you joining me today man oh yeah most definitely yeah. man